the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care, with a higher level of care, with two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online, too, at CountryRoadsTireOnline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 and 2023 WVBA Talk Show of the Year. Jordan Nice Warner and Marcia Kavalik. It is Wednesday the 6th, and you're tuned into Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning, Jordan. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Now that I can uh, hear everything because <laughs> my headphones are finally plugged in. Tale as old as time. I remember uh, I just got started in radio, and I was going live for one of the first times on my, sh- on my morning show at the station I was at, and I couldn't hear anything. Couldn't hear anything. Everything was on. Everything was good. And I'm freaking out. Call the engineer. He's looking around. Everything's good. And then he looks under my table and he goes, hey, uh, your headphones are on, right? I'm like, yeah. And I have them on my head. And then he plugs them in <laughs> and then I can hear everything. So, like hearing for so the first time. I bring that up because that's exactly <laughs> what happened when uh, we were talking to our first guest getting her on the line. And well, now we can hear her from the uh Shenandoah Apple Harvest Festival down in Clearbrook. It's Darla McCrary, uh, events coordinator. How you doing? Yeah, I'm great. How are you guys this morning? (laughs) Doing all right. I appreciate (laughs) you hanging in there with me. (laughs) Sorry about that. I'm sure that was just as confusing for you as it was for me. Uh, But how are you doing in all this crazy heat getting ready for the Apple Harvest Festival? Well, you know, it's going to cool down. So that's the exciting part because it's going to be a great autumn weekend at at this festival. There's so much activity uh, for the kids and for the whole family, and we even are pet friendly, and so we invite people out to come and get uh, yeah, adult beverages if they like it. We've got great live music, continuous for both days, and so much activity for little kids, free pony rides and kitty train and a petting zoo and uh, inflatables and face painting and balloon art. And then for the people that like to bring their cars in, they can cruise in with their classic car or hot rod and, and enjoy that part of it and enjoy the festival. And there's just uh, just something for everybody. Lots of apple pie, apple dumplings, apple butter, and, uh, and Rinker cider, too. So we, this is just a festival that we work really hard at all year. This is the Rotary Club of Winchester. And uh, we look forward to this. It's a, we're a volunteer organization, and we look forward to putting on this great festival for the community. Well, Darla, how many how many uh, years has the Apple Harvest Festival been going on? You, you know, this is our 49th annual Apple Harvest Festival. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. So I've gone in the years past basically to go to the craft fair more than anything, but I also um, cruised over to some of the other areas, and the car show is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have a great car show, and I'm glad you mentioned the the crafters because those are that was our bread and butter at the very beginning. But we've grown the festival to include other things, and so we've got some great regional artisans and lots of food concessions. We have 13 concession trailers this year. Yeah, I've seen everything from uh, speaking of food, uh, apple pie, apple dumplings, barbecue, <laughs> crab cakes, turkey legs, hot dogs, pizza. I mean. You can get everything and more at the Apple Harvest Festival. 
Yeah, it's going to be great. And like I said, the weather's going to be cooling down. And the gate admission is only 10 bucks, And kids 10 and under are free. Law enforcement's free. Veterans and military are free. And if you want to wait till 3 o'clock on Sunday, you can get in free. Wow. Otherwise, it's $10 admission for all of that. How about that? So um, you've been doing this almost 50 years, not maybe you uh, personally, but obviously it's been a draw and something that your your organization has wanted to bring back. Um, is this the kind of thing that folks uh, get ready for all year long and they kind of think about, you know, what they're going to be doing for the festival? You know, this is a generational thing because you're right. It's been almost 50 years. I've been involved in it for about 20 uh, but people are now bringing out the next generation, and people mm-hmm. do look forward to it. And it's hard to miss if you're driving down 11. Oh, yeah. And you look over there, and the, all this stuff is going on over at the uh, fairgrounds in Clearbrook, the Frederick County uh, Fairgrounds. Uh, is there any special note folks need to know about parking? Will there be folks to kind of guide you? Yes, yeah. We have the whole field uh, available for parking. Uh, it. it uh, it never seems to be a problem that we have to park other than in the field, which is what the south side of the actual fairgrounds. So that should shouldn't be a problem. Well, again, yes, there will be people helping to guide people into the space. But again, you still got a little bit of time until the Apple Harvest Festival, especially for that heat to cool down. Nine days on your website here. Nice countdown, countdown. ticker. <laughs> Nine days, 22 yeah. hours, 48 minutes, and 55 seconds until the uh, Shenandoah Apple uh, Harvest Festival. But the reason I say that, because if you if it was this weekend, I would say probably not to take your dog, take your pecs. Might be a little hot. But next weekend, looks like it could cool down a bit, and the festival is family and pet friendly. Yes, yes, and we've got the Connolly Ray Band on Saturday and the Sidemen on Sunday, and uh, we just look forward to seeing everybody. So um, we mentioned pets. There's a costume contest. Is that something that folks sign up for ahead of time? You know, we're trying to put that together. I put something on social media asking people if there was an interest. Would they dress their pet up and bring them out? So it looks like we might be doing that. We haven't finalized all the plans yet. But in the meantime, people still dress up their pets because, boy, we love our pets, especially <laughs> our dogs. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I'm sure that wouldn't be too hard of a sell uh, for most people to get them to uh, dress up their pets for an event like this. But again, we're talking about the 2023 Shenandoah Apple or a Valley Apple Harvest Festival coming up uh, in nine days, 22 hours, and now 47 minutes since we've been talking <laughs> to you, Darla. So uh, unfortunately, we're going to be getting to our first break here in just a few minutes. But I want you to have enough time to let people know all the specifics about the Apple Harvest Festival, time, dates, and where they can go to find this information if they missed our conversation. Well, thank you, Jordan, and thanks, Marcia. Absolutely. So what's the website? WinchesterAppleHarvest.com. Perfect. Well, Darla, again, thank you for joining us this morning. It sounds like it's going to be uh, yet another amazing Shenandoah Apple Harvest Festival, and thanks for joining us this morning on Panhandle Live. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, I've never gone, Marcia, to the Shenandoah Apple Shenandoah Valley Apple Harvest Festival. It's um, lovely, and and it's so spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, there's room for you to kind of. You, there's a little elbow room, right? You know, which is always nice. Yeah, always nice. And yeah, if this heat will cool down for uh, two weekends from now, not this weekend, but the following weekend, that will certainly be nice. Be nice too. You guys are going to be in Erie. This right? weekend, yeah. So well, be all over uh, that the place should this be weekend. like it doesn't matter what that should be cool up there, right? Uh, it should. I think it's still honestly going to be up around the eight. So I have to double check. I was looking this morning to see about rain, and there is a chance of rain on Saturday for us. 
but not too much, which is nice, especially with all the equipment and whatnot. But we're looking at on Saturday. Oh, 72. Oh, I'll take that's, a 72 that's good football. Day. What time does the, what, the what games at, kick off? Games at noon. Uh, pre-game show will start at 11. Over on 95.9, the big dog. But yeah, at kickoff, it's saying 70 degrees, feels like 71 with a 20% chance of rain. I will take that. Have you guys bought your snacks yet for the trip? No. No, that's always night. That's always day of. <laughs> always day of. Just roll into rocks, roll into sheets. Well, just well like a seven-year-old. It's funny because it's funny the three of us will go. I have to eat breakfast. I have to eat a breakfast food of some sort. So we'll stop somewhere. I'll get like a breakfast sandwich or something. Luke's not a breakfast eater, so he'll skip getting any of the breakfast but then parker kind of makes up for the both of us i'll get a breakfast normal thing uh luke doesn't get anything and then parker will get like anything he'll get a a, a cotton candy ice cream at like <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning chips uh of course he'll get a soda of some sort of mountain do like baja blast or something mm-hmm. if you can find it so it's always it's very interesting when uh, the three of us go out and do stuff like that because it's definitely three very different um ways to go about absolutely Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and you'll i think you're gonna all be together so that's yeah yeah. yep so uh yeah we'll have you covered all weekend long for football yet again uh friday we'll have of course uh 92.9 wxdc berkeley springs footballs they head to east west stadium in fairmont over on 90 uh, right here on wpm and wcst we'll have musselman and morgantown from morgantown so we'll all be right there in the uh, north central part of the state and then we'll pack it all up friday night Drive as far as we have to to uh, get to the hotel, stay, and then shepherd on Saturday. I thought it was an interesting perspective. I heard you guys talking to the coach um, on Panhandle Sports Live today. and uh, You know, it's hot. We've had a heat advisory. Second day, we're having a, a heat advisory from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. And, and he mentioned they'd had to kind of alter some of their practice routines because of that, because of the heat. You know, really? makes a lot of sense. Oh, well, yes, absolutely. And, uh, bring, and that's why I wanted to ask him, uh, Coach Thomas, that – Musselman head coach Brian Thomas because I mean I was at my nephew's practice yesterday and I was half expecting them to either not have practice or have a shortened practice because of it uh, but they had picture day and everything too so I was like oh it's going to be a quick one and then mm-hmm. his um, my oldest nephew's little brother my middle nephew was his birthday so we wanted to go out mm-hmm. and eat and stuff but nope they went their whole practice afterwards, wow so soldiering on so it goes so it goes this time the dog days of football if you will. What do they say? It's a, it's a learning experience. Toughens you up, I guess. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. And I lived through it, so I don't know how much it toughened me up. I don't know. The mom in me is like, let those let those kids I get know. under the shade, get them some water. I know. Well, Coach was saying, Brian Thomas, that they uh, they got to wait until 7 tonight to yeah. do practice. Because Which makes heat. a lot of sense because the heat advisory is through, the, through 6 p.m. So. And once it got a little later in the evening last night, it did start to cool off once that sun started to dip behind and the wind picked up. But, yeah. So be safe out there. Hydrate, everybody. Hydrate. And don't leave anyone vulnerable in a car. Yes. Kids, pets, dogs, stuff like that. Be Sleeping mindful. husbands. That's, yes. <laughs> yeah. If you go into the Target. Right. Yeah, if you're going into Alta or something <laughs> and your significant other does not want to go in, leave leave the window cracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crack the window. <laughs> leave leave the window cracked. <laughs> but we'll step aside here for a few minutes. We'll come back. We'll get a little bit of a news roundup uh, from around the Panhandle. Of course, you can always head over to panhandlenewsnetwork.com to find all of those stories. But we'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. 
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm Jordan Icewinner, alongside me, Marsh Kavalik. You can always listen back to any Panhandle Live by going over to our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. And, of course, we were talking about the Shenandoah Valley Apple Harvest Festival uh, to get things started, which sounds like it's going to be yet another amazing festival down there uh, in Clearbrook, Virginia. Right off Route 11, you literally cannot miss it if you go down uh, on 11 uh, within the next nine days. So if you missed anything, listen back to it a little bit later on. Of course, you can always head over to our website, panhandlenewsnetwork.com, uh, to stay up to date on all your panhandle and statewide news. There's so much going on. This, Of course, so the, the Shenandoah Valley Apple Harvest Festival is not this coming weekend, mm-hmm. but the following. But this coming weekend, of course, we talked to Pastor Tim from the uh, Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. And now, you know, of course, they've, uh, they're have they working with the, the good folks from Morgan County. And uh, they're going to be uh, having their their ribbon cutting for the Hope House uh, in Berkeley Springs on September 9th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, so you can check that out. Now, the, the women's shelter there, the Hope House, and the 604 Project, which he told us right. was going to be named <coughs> Haven House, um, will not be opening for residents until November, but they're having the ribbon cutting and kind of the baton, the handing of the yeah. baton uh, from the Morgan County Homeless Coalition over to the um, uh, the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission, uh, so that they have a full partnership there. Um, so, so that's happening this weekend. Um, also, uh, the Morgan Cabin Fall Festival is happening. I'm trying to get someone on from there. Unfortunately, I'm I'm locked out of Facebook right now, so uh. I can't. Usually, it's people that I talk to on Facebook, they're well, probably all mad at me. Like everyone's like texting me, change your password. Me. They want. Facebook wants a government ID. I'm like, you can't keep my other stuff safe. I'm not well, giving I've you. I've never a gov- given Facebook a government. I've never even exactly. had that prompt. Exactly. Are you so, sure you're on Facebook? Exactly. So, <laughs> so anyway, hopefully, if someone's listening from the Morgan County Fall Festival, I did send an email out, but I haven't heard back. But I'd love to have them on. Um, so, anyway, that's happening this weekend. And then um, wanted to bring your attention. We're trying to get some uh, an, an interview arranged about this, but. Uh, remember we had Stacy McFarland on from the Red Cross, uh-huh. Greater Shenandoah Valley, and she said, you know, blood supplies are typically low in the summer anyway. It's kind of getting bad this summer, and, and they are really looking for uh, more participation from their blood drives. They have instituted something called the Battle of the Badges blood hmm. drive. Okay. So it's law versus fire. Oh. So if you are uh, law enforcement or fire department adjacent if you are uh, a first responder, civilian staff member, or an ally, or someone that right. just wants to represent one or the other, you can show up Wednesday, September 13th, so that's in a week, over at the Berkeley County Sheriff's Department from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., and basically you just say, you know, I'm, I'm representing either law or fire, and uh, I guess they're going to judge how many pints? Of blood, yeah, yeah. I would imagine. So, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Huh. It is interesting. And they, uh, as you know, there's always a need for uh, blood and blood donations. So if you see a blood drive near you, it uh, probably wouldn't be a bad idea to uh, go donate a little bit of your time and blood, I guess you can say. As weird as that sounds. Right. Donate so, your blood. And there, there are probably some people who, who are like, well, I could represent either one. Because we have a lot of oh, law yeah. enforcement who are also, you know, uh, uh, fire fighters as well so uh happening today kind of you have to get your your uh registration in uh i don't know how much you're dialed into there's there's a kind of a uh, like in the parks it's like a fast pass uh-huh. only, yeah, yeah, yeah. only 
Only when you're traveling internationally, right. you can get a fast pass to get through TSA or the global entry. Disney. It just makes things a little easy. It's like Disney, only it's the TSA. Right. And they could arrest you. But <laughs> um, arre- I'm yeah. sure they could arrest you at Disney, too. Well, yeah, I'm sure. But I wouldn't want to make the mouse too mad no, at Disney. You certainly don't want to yeah. do that. I'm sure there's anyway. some <laughs> corridors that you don't need to be on and be in in Disney. <laughs> Those palmetto bugs, I'm going to tell you. They get you? They they are unnerving because they're like three they're inches huge. long mm-hmm. and and they patrol those hallways the, right. in the tunnels <laughs> down there anyway i digress um on i'm panhandle- gonna start making you devolve all your old <laughs> disney stories at disney secrets yeah <laughs> uh, at panhandlenewsnetwork.com uh there's a story hagerstown regional airport is hosting a global entry enrollment event on the 26th and 27th. Wow. In order to participate, you need to um, to log on and register. And you have to have credentials. It's not like you be like, hey, yeah, fast track me. You have to have your passport and other credentials. And um, it's probably a lot like getting a driver's mm-hmm. license. And a $100 fee. So it costs a little more to fast track. Of course. So, but you're saving a little time. So anyway, um, yeah, you can look over at the uh, at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com. Also, the uh, the folks over at uh, the Division of Highways have released kind of their final plat, their final sketch of the okay. detour. Uh, so I basically put a story there with a link to to what they've um, what they've got going on as far as where they want the detour to go. Remember that big detour around Route 340 near Harper's Ferry is going to start. September 12th. Mm. Next week it starts. They're estimating about a 35-minute uh, drive out of your way to get around all There's that. There's no way. It's One only way. 35 minutes. Okay, you know what? Abs- and when you factor in that you're sitting in traffic behind other people, yeah. you're absolutely right. Just think about how long you've sat in traffic trying to just get over that bridge from Maryland right. into on Virginia. A good day. And exactly. On a good day. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've sat on that steep hill coming down mm-hmm. from Maryland, getting down to the bridge, and stopped traffic mm-hmm. for... I won't say hours because it's never been hours mm-hmm. for a long time, and that's with just normal traffic, just with at that stoplight. If you can manage through Hillsboro, yeah, you can manage. Well, this. it's just so tough because I mean, like like we're, we've been talking about, it's either thirty five minutes south or thirty five minutes north. You're going through mm-hmm. Virginia or up through Boonesboro and down. And these poor people who have been lured to Harper's Ferry with those subway ads or the eastern panhandle <laughs> yeah. with the subway ads. Yeah, welcome They're to like, west virginia the heck why am i driving 50 minutes in virginia to get to west virginia to harper's you know we're so, all we're all in this together in the tri-state area marcia okay you know we're just trying to help out the virginia tourism a little bit i'm just saying the dc folks are not going to understand <laughs> they're gonna be like what what the heck even well if what anybody can understand sitting in a little extra traffic i think it could be the dc folks you know what maybe we need to to i think you may have come up with this idea reinstitute a ferry yeah 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 like just avoid the whole cliffside thing anyway and just have people park somewhere and that's going to cause another well with how low the potomac is right now i can almost just drive across it at this point (laughs) i I think the epa might frown upon that see a couple jeeps crawling across the rocks you know what don't give don't give the jeep owners more ideas because they they got those little rubber rubber ducky out there trail rated signal <laughs> signs on their on their vehicles they're like oh, i was just checking it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> got my 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 jeep compass or whatever it's called yeah. no disrespect to the jeep people out there i know there's I'm probably a, a lot I'm of a jeep that... people i would but i would i don't think i'd be crawling over the rocks in the shenandoah trying to no. carve 15 minutes off my i'd end up with a carp in my car yeah something <laughs> like that well i always give one of my neighbors uh grief from time to time he's a 
Wrangler owner, and uh-huh. um, he's got it's all the. It's a lifestyle. It's definitely a lifestyle, and um, you've seen the. Have you ever gotten a? Well, you don't have I'm a Wrangler per se. The mm-hmm. rubber ducky thing. No, I see. There are different echelons. I think I have a different kind of Jeep, so I don't. I'm not with. You're like not the, a part of the inner the cool inner circle. CJ sevens yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, you're not like, part of the inner inner circle. You're right. in the circle, just not the inner Wrangler circle. You know what'd be really cool is to get a Willie, like the, one of the old. Yeah, Jeeps. the old ones. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they they are bone crushing and and hard to ride in, but they'd be cool. The just the optics is just cool. Well, here coming up in a few minutes, <laughs> we'll be chatting with Martinsburg Berkeley County Parks and Recreation Services Manager Jennifer Jones, talking about all the great things that they've uh, been doing this past year, this summer, and coming up the rest of the year uh, with Berkeley County Parks and Rec. And I'll tell you what, Martian, I don't know if it's for Monday or because of the seasons are changing, or if it was cold for a little bit and then hot. My allergies are killing me. Today. All of the above. Yes, all of it. I've been over here the whole time. Every time you're talking, I'm just over here trying not to sneeze. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if you see, and for those listening out there, if you uh, hear a, a rustling or hear a door slam, it's me trying to run out of here mm-hmm. to sneeze or something. But uh, yeah, anyways. I you're not alone. I hope not. I hope not. But uh, we'll take this break at the bottom of the hour here. And we'll come back and we'll be talking Martinsburg, Berkeley County Parks and Recreation on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marsha, we have our next guest joining us in studio. That's right. So we knew, you know we talked to Bob Williams on Monday at the Labor Day breakfast. That's right. uh, unfortunately, he couldn't be here for this segment, but he sent some uh, star substitutes. We have uh, Recreation Services Manager Jennifer Justice and Recreation Coordinator Michael Kearney. Welcome in. Thank you Thank for you. having us. Did we get it right? You did. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'll ask you guys because, I mean, goodness, at the Memorial Day or the Labor Day War Memorial Park breakfast, uh, there was a ton of people out there. So I think that's a pretty good barometer, if you will, of how uh, many people have been out experiencing and enjoying it and enjoying enjoying the parks uh, in and around Martinsburg and Berkeley County. So this past spring, summer, uh, have you seen a lot more people out there enjoying the outdoor spaces? I think so. I, um, our parks have been very busy, very full of people. Um, we're adding a lot of new features, so it's great to see people out and enjoying them. So um, tell me about what you guys do in your particular roles. What do you do, Jennifer? Yeah, so as the rec services manager, um, I oversee gymnastics, dance, um, athletics, and then our new community rec that we're um, amping up and offering new programming. That's what Michael's here for. Ah, okay. So tell us about community rec. So for me, I started back in May, so I've been here for about four months. Uh, and my job when I first got in here was to like look over the adult programs, so like yoga, Zumba, Tai Chi, uh, silver sneakers, and things like that. And I also had a focus on our summer adventure day camp that just wrapped a few weeks ago. Well, how was that summer adventure day camp? It was uh, very successful. From what I've heard, it was the most successful summer adventure day camp that we've had here at Berkeley County Parks and Recreation. Nice. And for those people that uh, might just be hearing about that for the first time, of course, it just ended. But what is it all about? Yeah, so we expanded it this year. Um, we added two more weeks onto it. So instead of an eight-week program, is became a 10-week program. 
um and each week had different like weekly like themes like one week was an animal theme week where we went to the zoo <laughs> another week um oh, wow. <laughs> was for like arts and craft we had arts and crafts each mm -hmm. week that kind of went along with that themed also we went to the beach the movies Dang. things like that more so, than yeah. i did this summer yeah so we wanted to <laughs> add variety for the kids and not for them to come each week and do the same old thing. We yeah. threw the pool in there a couple of days a week as well because, you know, kids love going of to course. the pool. We need to live so, broadcast like know, one maybe day we need from to be a part of it. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe a week yeah, like from beach camp. day. <laughs> yeah. We'll send you the um, the field trips ahead of time. So you That'd be perfect. Week, you would like that would attend. be perfect. Awesome. So, um, you know, summer, sadly, I guess, is coming to a close. Um, but there's plenty of opportunities for kids to do things after school. And we know that it's it's important to keep them involved because uh, they might devolve into just being on their devices otherwise. So uh, what are some things you guys are looking forward to in the next few months? Um, yeah, like our dance program is getting ready to start next week. Um, we're currently taking registrations for that. We do have a new dance coordinator. Her name is Jessica Meacham. Um, she comes to us with a lot of dance background and experience. Um, she's run studios before, so she's really revamped and um, revitalized our upcoming dance program. We have some new things, some of the basics that people are looking for, um, so we're gearing up for that. Um, our gymnastics has a variety of classes from ages three all the way up to adult. Um, they, they start. They started yesterday, so we're, we're excited for that. A lot of the classes are full, but we do still have a lot of open gyms, weekend parties, and stuff like that that people can take advantage of. Um, a lot of our athletic leagues um, are starting. They're gearing up. Good. Um, we have basketball, volleyball, soccer. Um, all those things are getting ready, to, you know, to start games in another week. So wow. we're really excited about all filling up the buildings and the, the park spaces again with all of our programming. So is it too late to sign up for basketball to have a team in basketball? It is. Uh, Unfortunately, at this point, we you know we've pulled as many off the wait list as we yeah. could get. Is um, he too old? I mean. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I guess I should have asked uh, what age is the yeah. basketball Well, for? yeah, the basketball, <laughs> it's our youth basketball league. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, Jordan. So, yeah, we've been yeah. looking for, uh, I guess, an adult league uh, league to be in for, well, at least for me, three years now. And I feel like they're either all filled up or you can't find them anywhere. Maybe so. you need to talk to Michael. Well, that's what I was going to say. Are there any adult leagues maybe this winter that will be popping up? Um, That's definitely on the table. I We have our weekly meeting today on the other rec coordinator and Jennifer myself and I wanted to talk about some of the programs maybe I want to add, you know, going forwards, you know, for fall and winter and going to the spring next year as well. So sure. adult basketball league could be one of them. Hey, I'm here for it. I know you at least have three people uh, ready to get going with that. Not, right. you, not me. Oh, not I was, what are you trying to you get only me need into? two more for a team. I know. Yeah. You do only need two more. And then <laughs> I guess. The birthday boy. Maybe. Does Bryant play basketball? Bryant does play. So we have four. Okay. And then probably Chuck Jared Doc, in there, Dr. too. Dr. Generosity. Yeah, he probably go. could do five. Okay. Um, and now I'll ask you one more uh, program-related thing, because pickleball is blowing up <laughs> everywhere. Well, it's already blown up, I think. Uh, but it's certainly starting to blow up here in the county. So are there any pickleball leagues and things opening up? So we have been working um, hard on pickleball. Um, we, we've heard the demand from the community at our park board meetings, mm -hmm. so we, we are ready to jump in on that. Um, up at War Memorial Park, the tennis slash pickleball courts um, were power washed here recently, and they look great. Um, they've really helped with you know the game play. Right. Um, we have a company that's coming out, and we're going to get some lined courts there. Cool. Um, up at Oatsdale with the hockey rinks, we have added four courts onto those as well, and we have mobile nets that can be set up and used for free drop and play that as well. And then we're currently in the works of adding eight additional courts. Um, the location is not nailed right. down yet, so we determined. can't we can't you know give any of that information out. But we are working with an engineer to you know possibly get eight additional courts added. Whoa. 
say, Marsha, we're going to end up in a pickleball team. Okay. You know that, right? Okay. Yeah. I think it's inevitable. Like the last point. month and a half, and uh, the, we all also, I've heard is pickleball. We also have the indoor pickleball up at Randy Smith Center, right. so right. you know that's an option as well. And it's it's usually pretty full. Um, we yeah. have the availability from multiple courts up there, and so if you guys are interested, Might you can. Have to do you it. don't have to wait. You can go out there now. So one of the things that I noticed um, during one of the the street fests in Martinsburg uh, is that you guys have done, and I, I know Jefferson County does this too. You have like a mobile. Uh, playground that you can take different places and I think there was axe throwing at one of the the <laughs> festivals yep. um but uh you guys are going to be doing you're going to be helping with the the uh OAS uh anti-bullying program coming up on the 21st yeah so that's going to be our third pop-up of the summer um so like you said we're going to be partnering with the anti-bully prevention um we'll be down there from 5 p.m to 7 p.m and we plan on bringing like four different inflatables so a bounce house um, connect for basketball, which is a really big hit with the kids. Um, that axe throwing will be down there as well. So if you are excited about that, you know, come on down from five to seven. Just have a good time playing that with us. Well, those pop-ups are an interesting way mm -hmm. to get out to the people because you think, you know, with Parks and Rec, well, you just go to the park and that's where you can get, you know, all the information, all the fun you need. But uh, it might be tough for some people to get to the park one way or another. So uh, have you seen a good response with those pop-ups? Yeah, I, I thought they've been very successful this summer. Um, you know, I coming into this job, I wasn't sure like, how popular they would be, you know, at, you know, Martin Luther King, which is kind of like a smaller park. And then compared to like War Memorial, which is kind of like a bigger one, but you know, the community has really, you know, responded to that well, and they've, you know, shown support to us. Um, and we're glad to keep doing it because we want to bring the community get, uh, together, you know, for a good fun time. Do you guys talk when you have these meetings about some of the, like the research that goes into why it's a good idea to have kids out playing. I mean, is that something that you talk about and you you can kind of see boots on the ground when you get a kid involved in, you know, after-school gymnastics or after-school basketball or or soccer, um, you know, that it, it does pay dividends? It does. And we, and we also look at that we're making sure we're, we're offering a multitude of times, locations, days of the week. Um, we don't want to always just host something in the morning because then people that may not be able to make it can't make it out in the evening. So we're very cautious of trying to make sure that we're hitting multiple locations within the county, different times that, you know, we're making it available to right. everyone. Now I'm scrolling through your uh, Facebook page here. Of course you can go Martinsburg, Berkeley County Parks and Recreation on Facebook to find uh, all kinds of information. I'm seeing here out at War or not at War Memorial Park at Poorhouse Farm. You got a free movie night coming up, Hocus Pocus to get you all excited uh, about Halloween. And then coming up in just about a week, a little less, you have your fall Zumba registration uh, that's open and it's going to get started on the 12th. So, uh, of course, it's easy to talk about all the stuff you guys do in the spring and the summer when you got all the times with the kids and stuff. But uh, in the fall, it just keeps ramping up. Yeah, um, our movie night is actually going to be on Friday the 13th. Oh, so we it, thought that was oh, kind of fitting to have Hocus Pocus out there for our, our little Halloween offering. It could be a little um, spooky out there too, I bet. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna think of some a couple things to add maybe out there to kind of cool. you know get everybody involved. Um, but we're also going to continue to offer these in through the winter and move them indoors. We're already planning for um, a holiday movie hmm. in the gyms as well. So we're we're trying to keep this kind of going and offering free events for the community. That's awesome. If uh, someone is listening and maybe they're new to the area and they want to get their kids involved or maybe they want to take advantage of some of those adult programs, uh, how can they find more information out? So, yeah, they can go to our website. Um, like you said, Martinsburg, Berkeley County Parks and Recreation. Um, they can also stop in at uh, the Berkeley 2000, um, you know, registration desk and our front desk uh, uh, receptionist will give her all the information that she or they need as well to register 
uh, tell them what kind of programs we offer for adults and kids as well. Perfect. And we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that um, field trip list for next summer, too. Yeah. So maybe we'll get out to the zoo, especially beach the beach. Trip. I didn't get to the beach this year, no, so that'd be nice to do. Uh, but if you missed any of our conversation, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. But thank you all for stopping in this morning. Yeah, thanks for thank having you. us. Absolutely. And we'll be back uh, with more after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tired Auto and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. If you missed any of the show so far, you can listen back a little bit later on today over on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. We were just talking to some of the folks from the Martinburg, Berkeley County Parks and Recreation Department, uh, talking about their movie nights that are coming up that'll last throughout the uh, rest of the year. They got pickleball, basketball courts, all kinds of different things, Zumba, mm-hmm. pop-ups. I mean, tons of things happening. So if you missed any of that conversation, you can listen back to it a little bit later on today. That's right, but there's always something going on in the Panhandle and in Morgan County. Seems like there's always something going on in Morgan County. Right. Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce is uh, hosting another food fest. So I I think joining us on the line is Executive Administrator Jennifer Williams. Is that right? No. It's Happy Executive Director. Oh, hey there, Executive Director. Is this Jewel? (laughs) Is this Happy? This is Happy. Hey, Happy. Welcome in. Thank you so much. Well, it's good to talk to you, Jules. And of course, like we were saying, I mean, you guys have something going on, something cool going on in Berkeley Springs. It seems like every weekend, every week this summer. And then now we're getting into the time of the year where I think Berkeley Springs really, sorry, and Morgan County in general really starts to come alive when we get into the fall, into the changing of the seasons and things. Um, So getting that started, you got a food truck fest coming up. We sure do. We're so excited. Well, let's talk about the Food Truck Fest. What what are people to expect on the 8th? Well, so we had one in May, and ever since then, anytime I go anywhere, people are saying, are you doing another one? When are you doing another one? We want another one. <laughs> so we're doing another one. <laughs> so we have 14 food truck vendors. Um, we expanded to a second street because those were the only complaints last time, is um, you need more food trucks, and... You need more space. <laughs> right. So we're we're making that happen. Um, and, oh, my goodness, we have so many great options. We have Jamaican food. We have soul food. We have barbecue. We have, um, let's see. Uh, see butterfly potatoes. And french fries and hot dogs. And, oh, my goodness, so many good things. So we it's have not... a donut maker. Oh, wow. And it's not an all-day event. This is, like, just in time for dinner. Exactly. It's 5 to 9 p.m. Um, so, And there's, there's going to be music, too. Um, one of our local groups, the Young Ukes, which is, of course, a youth group who plays ukuleles, as you might have guessed. Oh, the I name. Gotcha. They're yeah. going to be playing. Um, we, we have, um, it, it just so happens that the, one, one of the streets that we're going to be on, uh, the people who live there are going to be out on their porch because they have a band. Very cool. And they're going to be performing. So it's going to be so much fun. We even have an axe throwing booth coming again and face painting. So there's something for everybody. Well, of course, this Food Truck Fest is coming up uh, on the 8th from 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, in Berkeley Springs on Fairfax Street and Congress Street. But I do want to ask you Correct. because um, coming, I mean, we're getting into the time of the year. We're getting into fall, changing the seasons. And like I was saying, I mean, Berkeley Springs really starts to uh, – 
especially with the trees and whatnot, with the uh, nature come alive this time of year. So uh, you got to be excited for the changing of the seasons out there in Berkeley Springs for all these new events coming up and just for people to come experience how pretty it gets. Absolutely. It's beautiful in Berkeley Springs anytime, but especially in the fall. And of course, we have our Apple Butter Festival coming up in October, which I'll talk to you about another time. Right. Um, and we have so many great events happening. Um, the Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce Facebook is definitely a good place to keep up with everything we have going on on our website as well, which is um, berkeleyspringschamber.com. And um, do you know how long the, um, the farmer's markets will be going? They they go until December actually. Okay. Really? So they move inside? Yeah. No, they stay outside. So oh. bring bring your coat as it gets colder. But um, you have to be a little more hardy. Really a wonderful Jordan. alternative. Wow. Yeah. Farmers, you know, they, they don't mind a little cold. Right. Well, again, we're speaking with Jules Happy Road uh, from over. Berkeley Springs, Morgan County Chamber of Commerce, uh, of course, talking about the Food Truck Fest, which is coming up on the 8th, 5 to 9 p.m. on Fairfax Street and Congress Street. You talked about Apple Butter Festival, which, of course, we'll get into full details when that uh, gets a little bit closer to now. But looking back at the summer, you guys had so many events going on, so many different things happening in uh, Berkeley Springs, Morgan County, Bath. So looking back at summer, uh, how do you feel? Was it a, was it a successful one for y'all? Absolutely. It, it was so busy. Um Concerts and events and ribbon cuttings and um, just so so much fun. It's been a hot one, but it's been a wonderful one. So and you know, summer's not over yet. Right. So I'm, I'm going to hold on to that summer just as long as I possibly can. And with the way the heat is out there, I think Mother Nature agrees. Right. Yeah. It certainly does not feel like uh, fall outside at the moment. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you too, since you're, um, you know smack into the Chamber of Commerce culture now, what is foot traffic like downtown? Because I know, you know, you and I talked during the pandemic, you know, things looked kind of bleak at times because, you know, people just weren't going out and doing what they had done. Do you feel like it's back? Absolutely. Yes. The more yeah, it's, it's very busy downtown, especially this past weekend with the holiday and everything. The streets were packed. And there were people everywhere enjoying Berkeley Springs, enjoying the state park, enjoying all of that, you know, the, the springs that made our, us so famous. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's really beautiful to see how people have come back and are enjoying being out in the world again. Well, that's what I think uh, makes Berkeley Springs so unique is that, of course, you're right there at the bottom of the mountain or at the base of all the mountains, I guess, there at Appalachian Mountains. So you can go up to your hiking. You can go, of course, to Cape and State Park. You can sit on the swing and uh, enjoy that overlook. But then if you go into oh, Berkeley yes. Springs town uh, uh, proper, I'm looking at a picture on your Facebook page here. People just hanging out, uh, dipping their toes into the springs, <laughs> people laying in the water. I mean, you can do so many different things out of Berkeley Springs. And again, on a hot day like today, so our, our water is 74 degrees, which means that in the wintertime when it's really cold, you can see steam rising right. off of it. But on a day like today, when I think it's going to hit 100 again, it feels so nice and cool on your feet or on whatever you want to toss in, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's very relaxing. Well, again, we're speaking... With Jules Happy Rowan from Berkeley County or Berkeley Springs, Morgan County uh, Chamber of Commerce. Before we let you go, uh, let people know again where they can go to find out information about the Food Truck Fest coming up on the 8th and where they can go uh, to stay updated on all the amazing things you have going on over in Berkeley Springs and Morgan County. Absolutely. Well, for more information, they can find the BerkeleySpringsChamber.com. 
Um, that's our website, or find us on Facebook, Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce, and follow us because, like we said, we have so much coming up, and there's so much fun happening, and we want everybody to be a part of it. And don't forget, the water tasting is right around the corner, <laughs> so a little bit surely. Sure is, your favorite. That's right, that's right. Well, Jules, thank you for it's coming. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. It's always great to talk to you and hear what's going on out in Berkeley Springs and Morgan County. Uh, and thanks again, and have a good rest of your day. Same goes. Thanks so much. Be well. You too. Again, that's Jules Happy Road from over Berkeley Springs, Morgan County Chamber of Commerce. What a nice little gem um, Mm -hmm. in the panhandle, I think, Berkeley Springs. So if you don't have plans Friday for dinner, you got all kinds of options at the Food Truck Fest. Tons and Five to nine. Like right there in smack dab in the middle of town. Butterfly potatoes, corn dogs, funnel cakes, grilled cheese, shaved ice, desserts, more. I heard donuts. Donuts, axe throwing, face painting. (laughs) Shop, hang out, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Very cool. Very cool. They're always doing neat things over there. I'm, I'm already thinking about uh, Christmas presents. And uh, I was at a craft fair a couple weekends ago and, and failed because I was buying presents. Did you just buy me, presents well, for yourself? Well, no. I Well, I bought a couple things. But, like, I was buying things to give later, and I ended up just giving them. So, huh. Well, I'm gonna have to buy again. Well, you brought up Christmas. you brought up we were talking about the uh, detour around Brook, or um, Harpers Ferry and whatnot. Mm-hmm. How all those uh, city folk that have been getting with all the hit with all the West Virginia tourism ads and whatnot right. are going to be upset. Well, if you do want to follow something on Facebook or on social oh, media, yeah. I would highly suggest following the West Virginia tourism page because some of the pictures they put up there from time to time are incredible. Like I'm looking at one here uh, in the distance, you see the New River Gorge Bridge, and you're up on top of the mountains, and there's these little uh, I don't know, I guess rainwater little pools pools that are up on in top the, of these rocks. Into the rock. That you can see the reflection of the so, uh, the sky on it. I mean, it's so Guys, that's our state. That and is I, our state. Then I saw a picture this morning talking about how low the water levels have been, and we've been in this drought pretty much all summer. Saw a picture of Blackwater Falls with barely any water going oh, over man. it. <laughs> um, the other thing that the West Virginia Tourism uh, social media does is they, they follow the uh, leaf map, the foliage that's right. map, um, which is coming up. You yep. know, if, if you were out at Tucker uh, County or one of those places where this – Ski resorts are, uh, they, you might be starting to see some color out there. And uh, they're really good about posting some of those great pictures of the, of the different fall colors. Uh, my husband and I went kayaking on, on the creek uh, this past weekend, and uh, I bottomed out more than I ever have. Oh, I'm sure. There were rocks that I saw that I usually go by, and they're underwater. And it looked like if you've ever been in the ocean and, yeah. and there's a sandbar that you can, like, climb up on, it kind of felt like that, that there was, like, a sandbar beside us as we were kayaking. But it was still beautiful, and the water was cool, and we saw a lot of neat wildlife. So still worth it to get out there, but um, we, we do need some rain. Well, and uh, if you want to find that West Virginia fall foliage forecast map, you can also go over to Panhandle Live on Facebook. Scroll down a bit, uh, and you'll find it there. Uh, in the Panhandle, we're looking at mid to late October, at least when this was posted uh, back towards the end of August. Uh, Kaiser, Mineral County, Seneca Rocks, that part of the state, early October. Yeah. And then uh, end of September, it's looking like, well, Philippi, Buchanan, um, all those areas, Elkins, the real mountainous part of the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, end of September, early October is when you're going to start seeing yeah, this. Yeah, they're going to. Ch- I, I wonder how much the, the dry conditions are going to make the, the fall kind of. I wonder how Ooh. it's going to affect the, the color and the rate. Yeah, of the of the change. It's quicker because there's maybe, not as much. Maybe it's maybe. brighter and fast, faster about, because yeah. of it. Or maybe it's duller. That's a great question. I hope it's not dull. 
um, something that was not dull was uh, Hoppy Kerchival's time off. He was a, he was away for a couple of weeks, as you know. Yeah, Dave safaris. Wilson uh, sat in for him. He's got a a, a a column this morning at WV Metro News talking about what he was doing, and I'm sure he'll maybe touch on that a little bit when he's back. Uh, but it was so it was so fun because uh, we get a script every morning from whoever's doing talk line, and um, and his was bright and early this morning, so he's back. <laughs> he's back at work. Good, good. Yeah, his um, commentary. Yes, his commentary this morning on uh, the morning news was interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Said uh, along the lines of you know when you go on vacation, it's uh, you're going to a safe space that's not you know work, but. He went uh, adventure tourism, as he said, which uh-huh. I thought was an interesting way uh, to put that. But it certainly did look like an adventure, uh, to say the least. So I'll be uh, interested to hear mm-hmm. what he has to say about it a little bit later on today. And he said it was on his bucket list, too. So, you know, Saw gorillas, good, for, good for him. Sat with a gorilla in See, the wild. It, but he also wove into that commentary the fact that, like some of us in this room, that, that would be me, he has a bit of anxiety. Um and- <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. but like about change and travel and his stomach get kind of gets boogered up and all that. So for him, this was a risk on many levels. I uh, think we'd be most interested to hear what he ate when he was over in oh, Africa. Oh, yeah. You know, because the, um, the Rwanda palate versus the West Virginia palate, I'm sure are two very different things. Right. So, <laughs> I don't think he was getting pepperoni rolls or a hoppy kerchief ale or, uh, to drink over there. Or pizza. I mean, you might. It's possible. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Well, anyways, that just about does it for us for today. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. Uh, we still got about 20 seconds. Marsha, anything else you want to talk about? Just tune in. Uh, Hoppy's back, and, and he's got a full slate. That's right. So if you missed any of the show, listen back to it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.